Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall. And the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's like very of all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. Live at the South Point, it's Live Bet Sunday. Happy to be with you. I'm Jeff Barles, brought to you by BetMGM. It's that time of the show. It's 5 o'clock Eastern. It's 2 o'clock on the West Coast. The Hall of Famers here. Vinny Maliolo is here. Jeff, let me just tell you this. I, you Please. know, there's, I have a philosophy. I love going <laughs> to restaurants where the, the owner uh, is, is also the chef, but also in action. You know, okay. on, on ball games. Sure. I also love coming into the studio knowing full well that the staff is in action as well. So we should have like the, not even outtakes, just like when we go to break, just keep the camera on and, and watching, uh, watching you folks That's uh, the, enjoy uh, <laughs> the games with, uh, with your investments. That's the VEASAN plus, plus, plus. That's right. By the way, before we, uh, before we get into this, so, but while we were gone, Kirk Cousins on fourth down and three threw a pick six. Mm-hmm. Green Bay is negative 15 yards passing in his 14 points. Well, <laughs> you know, when, when you have a, the, a, the 12th man and he's <laughs> on the other team, yeah. that doesn't hurt. I, I mean, Minnesota, I mean, there's been one first down in this game and 17 points. Yeah. Which probably means bet the under in game. You know, I tell you what's interesting about this this game, uh, and and very much the the Raider game as well. So, what transpired today? If you if you're looking at yesterday, uh, our position uh, as a house, you know where we stood and what we needed yesterday, vastly different than today. I mean, yesterday 
you know, it was uh, it wasn't that big a decision this game. But today, this afternoon, right, you know, during the uh, second half, uh, the uh, fourth quarter of the early games was all Packers. Right. Uh, you, you know, when you go back to the to the Raider game, you know, which we had all the drama and the, the quarterback uh, switch this week and things like that. Uh, the game got as high as ten. You 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 sit there and go, by gosh, you guys uh, have to need. Uh, have to need the Raiders today. Turns out we need the uh, the 49ers today. And again, what is that? That's a byproduct of what we talk about uh, all the time on our side of the counter. Chris Andrews, Jimmy Vaccaro, and myself. It's about numbers. It's not about teams. You know, when when the game got to 10, uh, there was was value there. And and again, it's it's not always about ticket count either. You're hearing the cheers whenever the 49ers do something uh, by the general public uh, be, behind us. But uh, when you think about it. Uh, pros, if they've got an opportunity to take a professional team with a touchdown and a half, they uh, they certainly realize the value of that. Kirk Cousins just had the biggest play of the uh, of the game on offense with a rushing play, as we all expected, Vinny. Yeah, he's uh, he's getting up a little. Uh, he's, got to, he's got a hit here. Oh, well, yeah, well, there awkward. you go, buddy. A little awkward. All right, Vinny. Uh, this morning, this mm-hmm. morning, uh, Eagles lose. Yeah. All right. Uh, Chiefs almost lose out, right? Yeah. I would imagine, I even, I would imagine, though, because some would say, oh, the, uh, the Eagles losing outright, probably a good result. That, not good result, no. correct? No, not at all. Yeah. Uh, we actually needed the Eagles this morning. Yeah. We needed, we needed the, uh, the Chiefs, too, when you think about it. Though, you, you say, how, how could that be uh, with both teams vying for the number one seed overall in the playoffs, yeah. not just their division? Uh, but uh, did again? It's it's and this time of year, right? It, it, where where does the value come in, and where where is uh, professional play lying? And uh, they went uh, they went with the dogs in both of those games. So uh, we uh, we didn't uh, we we tip our caps to the uh, to the betters uh, uh, in those two scenarios. Are you sure? Uh, are you sure that you? Uh... Uh, are you sure that not everyone behind us is uh, not rooting for the 49ers? Uh, There's just a giant no, roar. Everyone when, behind when us <laughs> is, but not everyone behind us has been, you know, was, uh, we're, we're making bets. Yeah. So. Well, uh, looking, uh, uh, looking at tonight real yeah. quick, because mm-hmm. it is, well, let's face it, it's a dreadful game. Even though Pittsburgh is still alive, which, by the way, they're getting every result they need today so far. So far. Uh and the Ravens with a win would at least keep their AFC North hopes. Would make make next week count for the division, regardless of what Cincinnati does. What, what what's going on there, Vinny? Well, this game uh, opened with uh, the Ravens as three and a half point favorite. It's down to one. I mean, okay. so it's uh, again uh, uh, Steeler money coming in. Ravens uh, with Jackson out. Uh, you know that uh, uh, it's it's just a, a situation where uh, you know uh, that. They they've struggled when you think about it. The Ravens have, have struggled with Lamar Jackson, right? right? When you think about they're it, not, the score they're not points the same. Yeah. Uh, offensively, and uh, there uh, there's no real buy-in uh, at all when he's when he's not in the game. So uh, as of right now, and I don't I don't know if this one's going to change like uh, like the other two I mentioned in terms of uh, who we're going to need tonight. But again, what's the carryover going to this game? And it's a similar situation. What the what's the carryover going? Uh, to tomorrow night, although tomorrow night's game will have a, a much bigger, I think, impact uh, in terms of uh, the the, we, uh, uh, the decision than this one tonight. Well, I mean, look, tomorrow night, Vinny, it's technically a holiday still, even oh, though yeah. it's not yeah. the first. I it, There's got to be an outside shot that other than 
the first game of the year mm-hmm. that tomorrow night could be the biggest handle game of the regular yeah, season. Yeah, we were, we were looking at that. This is a, this is going to be a monster. First of all, you've got two teams not only uh, really uh, you know, contending for their division, but this has a lot of implications for the number one seed in the, in the AAFC, and they're good teams, right? Yeah. So, um, no, there's there's no doubt that – and. Let's remember, there's four bowl games tomorrow, too. Uh, the, we're going to have a lot of parlays right? tomorrow, so Benny. <laughs> there is carryover not just from today, but carryover from this entire bowl, uh, uh, these bowl games this weekend, right? I mean, mm-hmm. uh, so, yeah, this uh, this may very well be uh, the uh, the highest-handled uh, Monday night game of the year, for I, sure. I mean, maybe one of, one of the games uh, of the year in terms of overall uh, – Participation. Honestly, it shouldn't be close. You know, based no. off the, no. the the day. I mean, the first, the first the first Monday, Monday night, night game, game, right? You no, know, that's, where we, that's a little bit different. You're we'll, but bets but for you're five also months. you're also booking that first week yeah. for four months. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, last night, let's go there. Yeah, last night. What was going on? Oh man! Happy I mean, New I mean, Year! For, oh, for, for, you mean the games? Yeah, before I mean, the bell. No, not 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 how much champagne you drink, Vinny. I don't care about that. But for 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 all these years, we have just gotten trek for the most part, in these semifinal mm-hmm. games. And we got two just absolutely insane games yesterday where both underdogs cover, yeah. one wins outright, and it sets up a national title game with a two-touchdown spread. Well, again, uh, it's it's about power ratings, not rankings, right? right? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, Chris Andrews and I talked about it. A 13 and a half. Uh, I know there were some 14s out there, and they, that was quickly grabbed. Uh, we actually... Our ratings came a, a little bit lower. I okay. think that there's still I, – I think there's going to be support for both teams, Jeff, but I think there's going to be uh, a probably more support overall. This this TCU team has has proven uh, uh, that they belong, right? And and a lot of times, you know, folks will sit there and say, well, you guys got those those games wrong, right? It's it's not about the results in, in, in regard to the points, but how are the games bet? Right. All right. We wound up needing TCU uh, in in the game yesterday. We wound up actually needing the result last night, which came in, which was uh, Georgia by let's say a field goal or less. Georgia wins outright, outright because there was there were uh, there were uh, 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 there was a lot of money actually parlays to both dogs uh, on uh, in terms of the money line right. uh, play. But uh, the fact that uh, uh, they split out in, uh, on the money line worked out real well. I would imagine that last night's game was bet a lot like the Super Bowl. And what I mean by that is mm-hmm. people just taking the money line on Ohio State and mm-hmm. foregoing the points, which makes what you just said made a lot of sense. Where yeah. it was it was for you guys, even though Ohio State took money on the spread too. Yeah. The best result was Georgia winning by less than yeah. your closing number of five. Yeah, I mean, there, there's no question that because if you look at the game, it looks like my gosh, you know, we 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 really needed Georgia to cover because of of uh, the fact that the game, uh, you know, it opened uh, at six and. Uh, you know, closed at five, got as high as six and a half actually right away, and then came all the way back down to five, but not the case. So a lot of times, you know, folks love to bet uh, uh, the money line because there's a bigger payout, right? They're not laying 11 to 10, and uh, so they took uh, they took the money line uh, with uh, with the Buckeyes yesterday. So with eight, with eight days to go, mm-hmm. what do you expect the volume to be for that title game? Now, again, you have a preseason favorite, basically. I know yeah. Georgia wasn't the preseason favorite, but they were number three, 
with Ohio State and uh, and and Alabama shorter, or is there someone else ahead of them? Forget forget number number three. There were three to one. On, three to one. On, okay, so but, there you go. But I will tell you this: on February six, TCU opened in the future book here at two hundred to one. Right. And, Did anyone and, take but, any pieces there was of a it? Few, uh, there was a few pivots. There's some five figure. Now we've had a year to obviously, you know, Get eleven months to, yeah. you know. And uh, when I was on with uh, with Matt Humans la- uh, last night, going over things, you know, it, you, we were looking at that. And there, were there a few tickets? Yeah. The, you know what? TCU has garnered interest the last few years. You know, and even when there was that controversy, should they have been in the playoffs a, f- a, a few years back? The first playoffs, yeah. right? So, um, you know, there's kind of been some sentimental. Uh, support for them, but uh, yeah, two hundred to one, uh, uh, and and here they are going uh, going for the national championship. Not as uh, bad as some other long shots that uh, that we've seen over the years, Jeff, because we moved it very quickly and um, kind of uh, got it got ahead of it a bit. But yeah, Vinny, what was the New Year's Eve spread for you last night? In terms of what, uh, champagne and uh, oh, champagne, food, whatever you want to tell. Well, just a, just a little, uh, a light dinner. Got home, did some, uh, did some uh, radio, and then uh, took a little, took a little, a little nap. Got to, <laughs> to got make up, sure you made it to midnight. Got up at uh, at eleven o'clock. Had a little, uh, a little champagne uh, with my family, and then uh, right back at it for you, buddy. You can't, you, listen, you you can't be out all night. Uh, uh, and you know, but then I got people like you looking to pick us off, hoping, hoping that, that 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 Vinny went over two and a half bottles of champagne. No, 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 no. no, no, no. That's, on, no. We're veterans. Let's not get let's not get crazy here. Now tonight or tomorrow night might be a different story. Oh, well, After no. tomorrow night's game, yeah. Then we'll, then we'll, tomorrow night's actually uh, Bookmakers New Year's Eve. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Vinny, pleasure as always. Good Happy to be New with Year, you, buddy. Happy New Year, everybody. As always, Ben and Danny are next on the other side here on a live bet Sunday. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. Five to six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very slow. all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. (laughs) Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. 
I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber for only $79 and get access to everything we do from now through the big dance. Sign up today and you'll also receive $20 to buy VEASAN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear at our online store. Only VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests. Betting splits and betting reports. This is a limited time offer, so sign up now and get VEASAN Pro access through the end of March Madness at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Always a pleasure hearing from the Hall of Famer Vinny Maliulo with Jeff Parles. Jeff now takes this segment off. As we welcome Danny Burke back to the show, I'm Ben Wilson from Circa. Packed house behind me where they are packing them in, Danny, for this Raider 49er. You would have thought this was like the Super Bowl, just that game itself, if you were here in Las Vegas right now. Danny, the big development, though, while Jeff and Vinny were talking, long sustained drive for the New York Jets ends in nada, zilch, nothing, because Garrett Wilson drops a pass on a fourth down play. Jets going for it in Seattle territory, down 17-6. to uh, the official line of scrimmage was the 38 on a fourth and four. So for guys named Wilson on the Jets, it's uh, it's not, not been a banner sequence. First for Zach Wilson and now Garrett Wilson. And here you go, Danny. We come up on the two-minute warning. Seahawk ball up 17-6, now up to 10.5. Live favorites in the betting market with a 49.5 total at this point. Yeah, and that was kind of what I was saying was going to be my buy point potentially if you got this spread over 10 in favor of, or well, I would be looking to get it on the side of the jets because I just don't know yeah. if the Seahawks defense is going to be able to sustain the jets and what they can do offensively. It's not like the jets are dynamic right now, offensively or at all this whole season, but it's more just the Seahawks defense is very, very vulnerable. And I think they will be able to sneak in that 10 in the hook number that you're getting right now, Ben, again, like the jets have just kind of been shooting themselves in the foot. They haven't been executing and you may not need them to in order to cover 10 in the hook too, which is kind of the nice thing. You just got to hope that your defense still holds strong, which they did not at the beginning stages of this game. So if you can bank on that, I think you could bank on the jets getting within this number of 10 in the hook, but you know, it's also been fascinating. I know Jeff and I were kind of button heads a little bit about this total. I took it under 50, you know, it went up to as high as 54 and now you see it go back down to 47 in the hook. So talk about volatility mm -hmm. with the total Ben, definitely some spots you could have jumped in on either side. Uh, no question. You also wonder about, from a Seattle defensive standpoint, Jordan Brooks injured on that last drive, a guy who is a critical part of a Seattle defense already limited with personnel. How much does that move the needle for you if you're looking yeah. at one guy getting hurt? And it didn't look pretty either, a knee injury apparently there to Brooks. 
Yeah, and it just looked like the official confirmation is he is going to be out for this game. Uh, I, you know, I missed yeah. the play actually, but um, yeah, that's not going to be good considering, like he said, it's already slim pickings to begin with. So, uh, going to be tricky to see how they kind of overcome that adversity there. But yeah, I'm I'm standing strong right now with that total play. Don't know if I'm going to get with the 10 in the hook, but if someone else who hasn't gotten invested is okay. looking for it, I think that would be your strongest bet now. What's what's your number again on that uh, total? The total I got at 50. So, yeah, that's what I got. 50. Uh, sweating out for the Jets. 50 yeah. for Danny Burke. All right. Well, you are technically <laughs> ahead, Danny. Go, go ahead and celebrate. You're ahead by a, a whole point or half point <laughs> right now in the, we'll uh, in the betting market. First, uh, you will take it. First half total has already gone over 21s at a lot of shops. Jets minus a half for the first half. That does not look good right now. Seahawk ball up 17-6 at the two-minute warning. As far as prop alerts, Danny, since you're our prop guy here at the network, how about Austin Eckler? Four carries, 98 yards, two touchdowns as the previously vaunted Rams run defense getting carved like a hot knife through butter. This latest touchdown for Eckler was not even touched. It didn't even look like he was touched. 70, 72 yards for his second score of the day. 14 unanswered for the Chargers after going down 3 nothing in sort of a sleepy start for both teams. At least the Charger offense has now woken up, Danny, and now they are up to 15.5-point live favorites. It's funny, of the four games going on right now, this actually uh, is, is one that has seen a, a big uh, tick down in that total as a result of the slow start. Lowest live total on the board, 42.5 market-wide. Actually, I should correct myself on the side. It's 13.5 right now in favor of the Chargers, but a low total when you consider this thing went off at least in the in the range of uh, 41 and is only with those last two touchdowns now just back to barely above uh, the closing number just an interesting adjustment in the market considering the lack of general offense until that big play by Eckler yeah and look man I mean we talked about this game the Chargers may be going to give you a better in-game spot to back them and it was brief but you did get it temporarily and then like you said Austin Eckler just absolutely exploded against this Rams defense that has been pretty sturdy themselves this entire year uh, kind of unlike the Chargers regardless of who they're playing Ben to have this comfortable dominating feeling at the beginning stages of the games this is unlike the Chargers atmosphere that we've been accustomed to but hey things have changed right Brandon Staley's been better making adjustments defensively when they're healthy offensively we know that now Herbert actually has some offensive weapons so uh, yeah we'll see if they could hold strong here but even though they've looked great I would not be running to the window to lay 13 in the hook on the live line so many things can still happen against this Chargers team right and uh, the Rams did have their opportunities a couple times they just failed to take advantage of that as well so uh, we'll see if the Rams get another one shortly but uh, nothing really worth it right now and now the totals even dipped to 41 in the hook well, and it's odd that it's dipped that way because the Rams have the ball right on the edge of the red zone. Rams have had a very good time of possession edge over 10 minutes on the Chargers today. I have, have controlled at least the game flow generally, but when you're giving up 72-yard touchdowns, you're probably not going to be on the right side of the scoreboard. How about Cam Akers? 13 carries, 97 yards in the first half already. That's the big prop on the Rams side that you should know about right now. 14-3. Uh, Chargers for the first half line were laying three and a half total of 20. So a very important near red zone drive for the Rams right now. Speaking of the red zone, though, Danny, two teams who are about to punch it in. We'll see if it's three, if it's seven, or if it's anything. First in the Packer-Viking game, fourth and goal, decision time for Green Bay after an incomplete pass on a slant. Their Packers up 14-3 are lining up to go for it after a little pitch play out wide to A.J. Dillon. Once again, Danny, a play I hate when you have a, a guy as good between the tackles as A.J. Dillon. Gets nothing. Rodgers incomplete on a short slant over the middle. I can't imagine Green Bay would snap this ball. 
and that they're probably going just to, to try and draw Minnesota offsides. That is exactly what they look to do. We'll probably just take the delay a game since it's from the Minnesota three now to the eight. That's what they will do. And this will be a 26-yard field goal for Mason Crosby. So we'll go back to that after the field goal is presumably hit because we'll have an updated side and total number. But how about the Jarrett Stidham-led Las Vegas Raiders, Danny? First, Stidham not even sliding, lowers the shoulder on a third and two gutty run to pick up a first down inside the 49er red zone. Then on a pretty ball, lofts it on a fade to Devontae Adams, back corner of the end zone, catch, touchdown. I'm getting a look at the replay. I think he got two feet down with possession. That is a touchdown. Raiders and a 17-14 lead inside the final 20 seconds of the first half. Wow, what a half for Jarrett Stidham in Las Vegas. Ben, that was an absolute dime. I mean, come on. He's not making the Derek Carr case look any better for being benched at his future team, whatever it may be. But my goodness, for Jared Stidham, man, if you're able to carve up this 49ers defense the way he did, you deserve all the props. And speaking of carving up, uh, the Rams do find themselves in the end zone, by the way, Ben. So we got a little bit of life there and some excitement. Yep. But yeah, I, I, they keep showing this replay of that throw. That was phenomenal. And of course, even a better catch by Devontae Adams. And now we'll start to contemplate, do we jump? in on the San Francisco 49ers going into the second half, but something's got to change with their defense. Reviewing it right now, but that should stand. And I, I believe it will. It has, it has, it's been confirmed. So touchdown extra point, at least on my odd screen showing up and through for Daniel Carlson. So 17, 14, we'll wait to see what the live numbers are reposted at the books that have the continuous wagering. I'm seeing anywhere from Niners minus four and a half to as high as six and a half in the market. Again, we're at 10 seconds left in the first half about to get to halftime and actually one book just adjusted. It's now Niners minus three and a half, at least for the full game. Uh, keep in mind as well, when you're thinking about these late end of first half or halftime bets in general, you want to know who's getting the ball first to start the second half. It will be 49er ball, but, but it's just wild, Danny, to look at a, a drive chart in this game in game total now 51 and a half where we've gone touchdown, touchdown, field goal, touchdown, turnover on downs after a 10 play 73 yard drive when Josh Jacobs was stuffed at the Niner two one punt, and then a Raider touchdown. Again, this is Brock Purdy versus Jared Stidham we're talking about. Like, this isn't exactly a, a, an absolute elite quarterback battle here, and yet uh, the points have been coming in a flurry way over that first half number of 20 and a half was our first half total as it's 17-14 here. So, I, and I, I still find myself not wanting to look under a total that I don't think has been priced accordingly, Danny, with what we've seen so far. It's still being kept in that low 50s range. Yeah, I know. It's so tricky to kind of get a gauge on this because, again, you're you're thinking that the 49ers can figure things out, but there's been no sign of that this entire first half. And, Ben, I was also cracking up just you saying Jared Stidham versus Brock Purdy out loud. Like, the fact that we are uttering those guys' names together Stidham. at this point of the year Purdy. in a high-scoring game makes absolutely no sense. But we love all the mayhem, and that's certainly what's happening out in your neck of the woods in Las Vegas right now. I tell you, man, it, it, you go walk back behind here. It's like, it, it is, it's, it's like the most crowded I have seen. And I've been at Circa here, this, this beautiful property in sports like every single Sunday all year. It's the most packed it's been for a single game all season. And it's a meaningless 49er Raider game on New Year's Day to kick off 2023. So, uh, by the way, as we get ready to go to break, Packers do end up settling for that field goal. It's good from Mason Crosby, 17-3 pack, 948 to go first half. Packers laying 13 and a half live. Total at 52 and a half. Market peaked at about 56 and a half. It's come down a little bit, and it will be a knee taken by San Francisco and Brock Purdy. So when we return, we welcome Jeff Parles back to the show. Halftime line coming for you there. 17-14 Raiders at the break. And Malcolm Brown finds the end zone for the Rams. We'll update you on that line next. <laughs> 
This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. Back on a busy late afternoon window of week 17 of the National Football League. It is Live Bet Sunday presented by BetMGM. We welcome Jeff Parles back to the show from over at South Point. Uh, Jeff's having a conniption over there because the Jets refuse to want to just go into the locker room and, uh, and cut their losses here. We'll get to that in a second, uh, Jeff. 17-6 Seahawks will have a halftime line coming there momentarily with 14 seconds to go in the first half. Uh, the update, I promise, uh, going into our last break. Malcolm Brown, 23-yard rushing touchdown where I think Danny, uh, myself, Brian Ortega, or Jeff Parles, either any four of us could have scored that touchdown. Brown was never touched on a run right up the middle as the Rams pull back to within four at the two-minute warning. Chargers 14, Rams 20. That has already gone over a first-half total there at SoFi Stadium of 20. But as far as the one halftime line we have right now, gone to the break in Las Vegas at Allegiant Stadium, 17-14 Raiders on top of the 49ers. We were having this conversation off-air, guys, where if you base a second-half line and you look at what the first-half spread was based on the closing full-game total, you have a pretty good idea of what the second-half line ought to be. So in this game, with a closing total of around 41 and a half in a lot of spots, some 41s, and a first-half total of 20 and a half, you would assume that the second-half number would be in the 20 and a half to 21 range before adjusting for what we saw in the first half. Well, 31 first-half points, way over that 20 and a half total, in a half where both teams move the ball pretty much at will. Seven and a half yards per play for the Raiders. Only five for the 49ers, but it was all sustained drives. They convert four or five third downs. Christian McCaffrey carries it 12 times for 79 yards. My point in bringing up that lack of adjustment for the second half number is, Jeff, shouldn't it, at the very least this thing have been priced maybe a, a half point or a full point higher in the market? Because right now it's all 21s pretty much painted across the board for a second half total with the 49ers right now laying six or six and a half as we see it on the second half market. Yeah, I don't know what to do here. Because <laughs> Jared Stidham's been the better quarterback in this game. The Raiders have been the better offense in this game, which, again, you would imagine that the Raiders are not going to go the whole game with averaging seven and a half yards of play. I understand that, but it's just very, very silly all the way through at this point. Uh, but look, I, I wouldn't do anything here. I would stay out of it. I would just let it ride. Maybe uh, who gets the ball first and second half? San Francisco? Yeah, San Francisco gets correct. it first yeah. in the second half. Maybe you take a shot on just if the Niners don't score, you take a shot on the Niners after that. I don't know, Ben. This is this this game is so off track from what I was anticipating here that I have no idea. Oh, Kirk. Oh, Kirk. We'll get to that in a moment. <laughs> Captain Kirk with a horrific interception as the nightmare day for Minnesota continues. Picked in the Green Bay red zone in a 17-3 lead right now for the Packers. Uh, Danny, I know you'd said you were interested in getting involved with San Francisco. It's funny, though, kind of similar to uh, some other games, I, I think notably when Jeff and I were on the air yesterday talking about in-game opportunities in Michigan TCU, where the flow of that game was just so much different than either of us could have anticipated. It made it really hard to look for in-game value. I feel like you could make a comp to this game where no, no, nobody was expecting Jarrett Stidham to look like this coming out of the gate. So, I imagine you're still interested at some point in getting in on San Francisco. Is it now having to lay still three and a half for the game uh, down three right now, or you still want to wait this one out? I don't hate the idea of getting involved now. I think you'd still be okay, but I feel like, I mean, again, Jeff's right. Like Stidham has been the better quarterback seven and a half yards per play. Shouldn't be sustainable for them, but until they start looking like they're going to, 
not do that and kind of just start decreasing. Like I'm going to wait, I'm going to see if I can get it at three or a little bit less of a number with the 49ers. Cause we very well could get that in the beginning stages of this game. The Raiders have plenty of momentum. They've been scheming well offensively to get by this top San Francisco defense. So yeah, again, I don't hate it, but I think we may get a spot to get it at a little bit better number. And you know what, if I don't, mm -hmm. so be it, I don't feel the need to get like, I, I just don't think it's a dire thing to get involved in this game. Cause like you were just mentioning, it's just been such an odd kind of way. This has gone that we really didn't expect that it's, it's got you a little bit curious here. Like San Francisco should figure it out. But then you're like, yeah, it's did him. Can he really keep this up for another half? He already surprised us once. Uh, I don't know, man. It's it's just a really tough one to gauge. So that's why I think it's best to just hold off a little bit longer. And I don't think the market knows what to do. We're seeing split yeah. sixes and sixes and a halves. The sixes have been bet. Not a surprise because six means for the game at San Francisco minus three. Six and a halves aren't really doing anything. And I, I'm not surprised to see that. The one notable move, though, people are betting the over. And I, I understand that movement in the market from 21s to 21s and a halves pretty much market wide. Again, that correlates out at this point to 52 and a half for the game on that total Raiders 17, 49ers 14 at the half. All right, Jeff, we're at the break mercifully in Seattle. 17 6, Seahawks God. on top of the Jets. You want to just take uh, the viewers and listeners through that final minute sequence that uh, Robert Sala's Jet offense managed to somehow put together? I mean, it's just idiocy. It just, uh, and well, and also, too, I mean, Seattle's defense did their part until the final play where White got strip sacked. And thankfully for the Jets, Nuusu did not have a full head of steam when he picked up the ball and was tackled immediately. All right, look, this is, this is very simple here in this second half. This is right now Seattle seven and a half. We'll get some official halftime numbers in the second. Total is 44 and a half, so 21 and a half more. I, I think I still like over, even if you have to go over 21 and a half. I expect the Jet off. The Jet offense is averaging five yards a play. Seattle's averaging seven. I think we're going to get enough offense to get this game over uh, what would be a 41 and a half, so a point higher than what this closed at. I just, I don't know. It looks like White is on top of, again, what Danny said, where White is really just a top-tier backup. He's not a starting quarterback in this league. White is clearly not healthy on top of it. So this is that's the only thing I would say is pretty, again, making me a little bit question what my angle would be here. Uh, I would be surprised if the Jets come back. I don't think they have enough here uh, to make up 11 points. But, look, again, the one thing the Jets have done is they have adjusted defensively in the second half of a lot of these games, even last week, which was an abomination to humanity. They gave up only three points in that second half to Jacksonville. So I don't know. I, I really don't know what to do here with this. I, I think it's 21 and a half is probably a good overplay, but I don't have any convic conviction that the Jets with the, this version of Mike White is going to be able to, to put up mm. enough and I would be concerned. I wouldn't be shocked if Seattle only scores another three in this game, Ben. That wouldn't shock me if the I Jet yeah. defense has finally, all right, we made our in-game adjustments. You got your 17 when we weren't fully ready for you. That's it. But I know I said 17 wasn't going to be enough. The way that my Mike White looks, it might be, which would be kind of stunning if that happened. First half total does go over 23 for the first half going over that uh, 21 number and the Seahawks plus a half or so some pickums in the first half uh, Seahawks get it there painted three and a halves uh, some money coming to the Jets bet MGM just went to Jets minus four for the second half down by 11 right now so down to a plus seven for the game and it is Danny pretty much everywhere 21 and a half on that second half total or some 22s 
Yeah, I, I see the game on the the Mike White is clearly battered and injured side of things, and that the Jets' defense is not going to continue to allow seven and a half yards to play on the Seattle side. I, it, for me, it would only be an under. Uh, the the sequence that Jeff was so upset about, just to bring this up, I Jets mean, had a third and one at their own 10, 35 seconds left. <laughs> Michael Carter picked up a two-yard gain to move the sticks, and then for reasons that are unclear, Robert Sala called timeout at his own 12-yard line with 31 seconds left and one timeout left in the half. And it nearly cost them because Mike White is strip sacked on the final play of the half. Could have been, rec- it was recovered by Nuosu, only returned it to the Jets 30, and that was all she wrote. But uh, could have been disaster for the Jets. Danny, how do you see this one second half wise? Yeah, uh, like I said, I'm invested on this game going toward the under, had it at 50. Now it's at 45 in the hook. I, I, I guess I'd still lean a little bit more so to what you're saying, still that it is going to be a lower scoring affair, but nothing that I would necessarily suggest. Uh, Jeff, while Ben and I were on, we did see this game once again hit that 10 and a half spot. And that would have been the other angle I would take because the Jets should be able to get something to go against the Seattle defense. Like Seattle's defense is not as good as the Jets have made them look. So let's see what adjustments they can make in the second half. See if you can make this thing a ball game, which they should be able to. I don't think they're going to win this thing outright, but uh, Seattle probably gets it in a stinker. But if you're getting the value with the Jets early on, uh, again, that may be still a sign to look to jump in on them. But I'm, I'm sitting okay with my total looking at the under right now, fellas, nothing worth betting since right. I already have that. I, I mean, look at your number. You're, you're in pretty good shape. Again, I will say this. Jordan Brooks is not coming back for Seattle. So that's their best yep. defensive player. So look, if again, this is, this is it. The loser of this game's done. If the jets yeah. lose, they're eliminated. If Seattle blows an 11 point lead, they're eliminated. So uh, by the way, touchdown, big Bob Tanya. so green Bay rolling and green Bay is going to green Bay is going to win it in now. If the, assuming this result holds, next week against mm-hmm. Detroit. But I look, I, I think you're in a scenario now with this Jeddah Seattle game where it really does come down to what happens in these second half adjustments for the Jet defense. If the Jets give up more than seven, the second half's going over. If the Jets give up less than seven, then you're probably in a little bit of trouble. At least, look, Jeff, you're believing more to an over. Danny and I would lean under. Market agrees with Jeff. Movement all the way up to some books now 22 and a half for the yeah. second half total. A lot wow. of 22s now popping on the screen as that would correlate out to 45 or 45 and a half as opposed to the uh, the 44 and a half that originally popped when this line opened. In the meantime, Cameron Dicker gets a field goal for the Chargers. So Danny's one field goal home on his over one and a half field goal prop. 17-10 Chargers will have a halftime line coming for you on the other side. And the Packers 24, the Vikings three. It is all green and gold in Lambeau. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years. Have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. 
Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Sunday on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. Turn a loss into a win with BetMGM. Place a one-game parlay wager with at least four legs on any pro football game. If all legs of the parlay hit but one, you'll get your stake back in free bets up to $25. Log into your counter, download the app, and sign up with BetMGM to take advantage of this offer all season long. Just opt into the one-game parlay insurance promotion. Then place a one-game parlay wager with four legs or more on any pro football game. If you miss only one leg on your wager, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as is non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. We have found a third game of our four in the late afternoon window reach halftime right now and how about this guys four late afternoon window games all of them have already cashed first half over tickets uh, so far the latest one the chargers 17 the rams 10 late cameron dicker field goal brings us to the half and so even though like on the surface i don't think a lot of people felt that this game meant much rams have been long eliminated chargers having already clinched a playoff berth it will be a wild card yet like danny's seeding certainly matters in the afc where the chargers have a potential to play themselves onto the five seed line could if the difference between the five is a date with either Jacksonville or Tennessee on the road versus the six seed line where you're probably going to get one of, at least at this point, it's going to be either Buffalo or Cincinnati. Pretty big difference in power ratings for that. Uh, and despite uh, that uh, necessity to still win for the Chargers, hasn't been a very convincing first half. Do lead by seven, though, and are laying, I'm seeing two and a half in the market right now for the second half, painted 21s on the screen for second half totals. So we're at 48 right now for a total. Chargers minus nine and a half. I was on Rams pregame in a contest plus six and a half. I'm, I'm not looking to get involved anymore here, but uh, it's been a, at least to me, Danny, a pretty quintessential charger performance where they have slept, walked at times, came alive with 17 quick points in the second quarter, but I'm still not trusting them to cover a big number down the stretch. Yeah. Sometimes with the chargers, it's just two steps forward 
or one step forward, two steps back. Sorry, I'm all over the place. I'm like, <laughs> what was just happening with the 49ers Come here? On, but Danny. Uh, <laughs> I know I got pulled together here, guys. Uh, but no, with this Chargers, you're right. I mean, like, look, they're still being able to move the ball consistently against the Rams. I mean, I'm hoping they don't execute for my prop that I have with the kicker here. But it's just right now, you're right. I mean, nothing that's worth betting with them. They should be able to cover these numbers, but you just can never fully trust this Chargers team to do so. And at the end of the day, where have the Rams had success with their ground effort as of late? And where do the Chargers slack defensively? in the run defense. So if they can get that instilled immediately in the second half being the Rams, well, that opens up the door for them to keep this yeah. thing close. And then you don't know what's going to happen with the chargers offense. Justin Herbert could have a terrible mistake that could get uh, the Rams right back in this game. So I I'm not doing anything here, not even with the total. I mean, like 47 is what you're seeing. I guess I'd lean a little bit toward the under. If you think the Rams are going to keep this close, realistically, it's probably going to be a shorter scoring game. If that's the case. And at least here in Nevada, painted 21s, that's, that correlates out to 48. That's what a lot of the uh, majority of the East Coast books are showing right now. But we're on pace, Jeff, for 924 total yards in this game. Each team at well over seven yards of play right now. And uh, the reason I like the Rams coming in, I just felt the motivation was clearly there down the stretch for a team that easily could have given up, but with no pick to tank for, having traded their pick in the Matthew Stafford trade, Detroit gets the Rams' first-round pick next year. I've been impressed with what head coach Sean McVay has thrown out there on the field with the amount of heart and fight they've shown. And uh, clearly that is, that is matched up so far. It was really the only difference. If you look at it, Jeff, 72 yard blown play on a rushing touchdown for Austin Eckler outside of that. I don't know how you look at it. feels like a pretty even game to me though. Yeah. Very even game. And I will say this, Ben, when you have a quarterback who's playing for his proverbial life here in this league, which what that's what Baker Mayfield is. Baker Mayfield is playing for his career in LA and Baker Mayfield's been good in the month in Los Angeles. And today he's been fine. He hasn't turned it over. Uh, eight of 12. Uh, Cam Akers is seven and a half yards a pop. By the way, busted coverage by San Francisco. Oh, so Stidham Mania is continuing, unless if the flag Take brings a it shot back. Too. Uh, we'll, we'll see what the flag is in a second. Uh, but the way the Raiders are reacting, I think it's coming back. But I mean, look, I, I, for a T, you're right on the tank. On, they can't tank because they have no draft pick, but. I think it's more to do to you have a quarterback that, hey, look, Baker Mayfield wants to stay in this league as a possible starter. He's got to play well, and he has played very, very well so far in this month with L.A. and with Sean McVay. Yeah, if, if it's anything, I'm looking, I'm looking Rams second half. I would, would love to be catching at this point a full 10, but uh, even taking nine and a half of the game at a minus 105 or even money price, I don't hate, uh, I don't hate that play whatsoever, at least on the Ram side. Again, down 17, 10 at the break chargers covering three and a half of the first half over 20 for the first half and the big scoring play. First of the second half scoring plays, it will stand illegal contact penalty declined on San Francisco. It's Stidham to Adams for 60 as uh, <laughs> Stidham took an absolute obliteration type shot right on the sideline as he got rid of that ball. And with 10.22 to go in the third quarter, again, 10.22 to go in the third quarter, the Raiders have 19 first downs, 316 yards of total offense, 8.1 yards of play on five drives, and have scored 24 points on San Francisco, 24-14. This is just, like, I could, I could understand when Brock Purdy came in for the first time, Jeff, and, you know, we were all so wrong, especially you, and, and you were talking about how bad of a quarterback yep. he was in college. <laughs> Because of the scheme and the system, like I could see how he could have immediate success uh, for San Francisco, but 
I get the I get the Jared Sidham had been a backup now for multiple years in Las Vegas. I did not see this coming no, in any which is... way against an elite defense with still something to play for. And we're now up to 57 and a half on the total with the Raiders now favored here by two and a half. No, there's no explanation for this one. There's no explanation. I mean, this game is so far off the game flow at this point that, I mean, look, you throw everything out and look, Ben, we have ragged on McDaniels and that coaching staff all year long and correctly. So for what they've done so far, you have to give them a ton of credit for what's happened today. Because Jared Stidham, who in all of his career, I mean, Jared Stidham has looked dreadful when we've seen him play in his career in the NFL. He's been genuinely good today. So I got to give McDaniel, look, credit, credit where credit's due. McDaniels and company have been genuinely good today. A very good game plan. And look, even the best defenses have bad days. You caught the Niners on a bad day for them. And guess what? That is making a big difference here. For Stidham, who has been awesome. I mean, there's no there look, that was that was a broken that busted coverage. He was wide open. He still had to make the play. He took a massive shot. The touchdown to Adams, the first one, was as good of a throw as we've seen from anybody today. Very impressive stuff. And look, I mean, they need a lot of ridiculous things to happen, but the Raiders are technically still alive in the AFC playoff picture. Technically, yes. yes. At, at six and nine. And with Miami losing to New England earlier, still alive as we play in the late afternoon window games. Now that the Niners are a dog for the first time, is this your spot, Danny? I, I'm just, I'm completely staying away. I'm not letting myself bet this game the rest of the way. When it goes as haywire compared to the pre, uh, pregame thought, as it was, uh, was what Jeff just laid out, no reason for me to get involved. But, uh, Danny, I, I can see that twinkle in your eye over there in the Windy City. Like you want some yeah, pieces you, of the Niners. I you can got feel me it. there, Ben. So I saw plus three and a half at minus one forty-five pop up. So I jumped in on that. I mean, how are you? How often are you wow. going to get this opportunity with San Francisco against a defense like Las Vegas? And look, everything you guys are saying is right. Like Jared Stidham is playing out of his mind. 49ers defense. He caught him on a bad day. I understand all of that. And if my bet doesn't hit, it doesn't hit. So be it. Go out there and beat me, Jared Stidham. But the 49ers have been able to keep up. And I think if there's a part of their team that can make adjustments, even though it doesn't look like it, it can be their defense is what I'm banking on at least. So let's hope that they can keep this thing close and uh, cover that three in the hook for my sake. I know you too well, Danny. I, I could just tell. <laughs> and also the fact that you're getting three, three and a half. That's nice. Out to, there's a lot of the books I'm looking at, it's two and a half. So again, this is a classic yeah, case, down especially when you're dealing with in game where there's a lot more variance and fluctuation in the number. When you're dealing with key numbers like three, make sure you're shopping around there. You can find some even, even juiced at minus 144. So you can find a three and a half in the market plus three and a half on San Francisco. Uh, Jeff, I look up at my screen here in our circus sportsbook studios as I see dueling wide lefts. One from Greg Zerline in Seattle for the Jets, capping off a seven-play, 33-yard drive to start the third quarter. One from Greg Joseph for Minnesota as the Vikings' disastrous first half continues. We'll go there after the break because we're nearing a halftime line between the Vikings and Packers, 24-3 Green Bay. But what do you think about that decision? Fourth and seven, Jeff, at the Seahawk 39, down 17-6. Greg, the leg, does have a big leg. Uh, but misses from 57, and now the Seahawks have a great starting field position there. I don't think Mike White should be playing in this game. He's so he's clearly not 100%, and and they're not coming back in this game. Uh, this is done. They 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 a, a bad offensive plan on top of being really unable to block. I don't have a problem with them kicking. I mean, Zerline, other than the the, the the horrible kick at the end of the Detroit game, has been very good from long range this year, but I look, I I think this is Seattle scores a touchdown. It's completely lights out, but I think you're in a scenario now where the jets are completely in no man's land and Mm. 
you're dealing with a quarterback that is a bat is you know a, a very good backup at that who is not 100 percent you're no man's land you're complete no man's land right now is Flacco the number two is that official yes today? I mean I would I would imagine it would try lightning in a bottle with Strebler again which would probably not work so both Flacco and Strebler they're at least active Yikes, not a spot you want to be in for the Seahawks. Mason Crosby lining up for a field goal at the end of the first half. We'll update you there, get you a halftime. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you.